Hello everyone, my name is Tom Denford. I'm the co-founder and CEO of ID.coms. Welcome to Media Snack Meets, where we get to meet the individuals and organizations doing great work to inspire success and drive change through the global media and marketing industry. Uh, because the, sh the best are short on time, we limit it to 20 minutes, just six questions, and we get to learn what is behind the success, what it takes to make change in the industry, and maybe what the rest of us can learn from those experiences. Uh, my guest for today's episode is Wendy Clark, who is the relatively new, although making lots of progress, relatively new uh, global CEO of Dentsu International. Um, so we'll get to understand a little bit more about what she's up to. Um, if you don't know Wendy, she was previously uh, ran an agent, another agency, DDB, and before that, um, well known for being at Coca-Cola, where I think she was in charge of what we might call sparkling marketing. So I hope it was sparkling marketing. Um, Wendy, welcome to Media Snack Meets. Hi, guys. Hello, Hello gentlemen. Where are you? There you are. Hi, Wendy. Hi, someone. Thanks for having me. It's great to Good. be here. Welcome to the show. So we get this is fast paced, six questions, 20 minutes or less. Um, so we'll head right into it. I did a very brief introduction in the intro, but just tell us in your in your new role now as the CEO of Dinsu International, mm -hmm. what is it exactly that you do? Uh, what do I do? Uh, I've got the privilege of um, working with about 45,000 people across 145 countries. Uh, we're a, a full end-to-end -end communications and marketing company. So we go from creative to media to customer experience and everything in between. And uh, I have only met four of those people so far uh, on my seven-month journey with the company. So I'm itching to get on a plane and go see them all. Good. Good. And actually, I mean, we've spoken a little bit since you joined and you've you've had a very impressive kind of plan and rollout. And the, probably the most notable thing that's happened or the most visible thing that's happened has been in this this consolidation of the brands, which was announced a month or so ago. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to just give just give us a little quick bit on that before we move into the next question? So yeah. how, how's that gone? Yeah, well, sure. I mean, we did announce uh, sort of third quarter last year that we would be moving from 160 independent brands to six global leadership brands. We're going to take two years to do that. So it'll happen by the end of 2022. And we're going to go at the right pace at a market level. Uh, some brands are more present, some are less. So we've got just different composition of our business around the world. So that, that will be market driven. But as you know, Tom, what I hear from clients so much, and I know that you validated this from your conversations with your clients, is that they want integrated solutions. They want speed and efficiency as primary deliverables of their solution. Of course, they want growth uh, and, and positive outcomes, but it has to come at a faster pace and at less cost. And you can't do that if you've got 160 agencies that you're trying on our side that we're trying to knit together. And this is when I quote Mark Pritchard a lot, who, you know, a couple of years ago looked at the industry at all of us and said, you know, your complexity is not my problem. You've got to figure it out. So that's the journey we're on. Very good. Love that. Uh, we need more of that. Um, so I know that you look at obviously much more broader than media, but we'd like talking about media on Media Snack, obviously, hence the name. Um, so what's, what's your perspective of the, of the industry now? And what's, what's the exciting thing for you? Well, I tell you this, I mean, w w when I 
saw that question. Um, as someone who came from a job that didn't have media, let me tell you how excited I was to come into a role that then now had media as, as the largest piece of our business. Uh, fully 50% of our revenue comes from, from media. Um, and why is that important? Well, because as a former client, as you referenced earlier, the the earned reputation uh, and relationship and trust you have with your media agency who sits over, presides over tens of millions, hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars of your or euros or pounds or, you know, we can go around the world um, of your investment, that, that, that responsibility, that stewardship, that delivery, there, there's not anything more important than that. And so I, it was, it's been one of those journeys I've been on just the last seven months saying to our team, do you really understand the gravity of the responsibility we have with these companies and how directly tied the decisions we make together and the outputs and, and outcomes that we create are material to companies' performance, you know, tied directly. And so I love that piece of the business. I love that it's an avenue when we connect it with data from CXM and, you know, consumer understanding, uh, and then all the way to creative and creative execution, that we have the ability to put those programs into the world and make them real. Uh, that end-to-end -end capability is just in incredibly powerful. Um, and of course, I think we're just seeing so many new avenues by which to now communicate and engage with with people. We should call them people or humans, not consumers. But you know, to to grasp that attention and to study now Gen X and the emerging generations on how they consume content, it's just fascinating. It's constantly changing, and I just find it really reinvigorating and, and exciting to be around. Good. Well, good. We like that. Lots of enthusiasm for media, and also a bit. There's probably not that many media agency CEOs. I'm just, I was just trying to think then that have got that experience of having a being on the client side, but also having worked through the creative agency. So you kind of see, you can see the problem or the opportunity from all sides. I do. I do. When people are looking for me, often they sort of say, where is she? And they say she's in her office negotiating with herself because I can kind of see all, you know, like kind of see the client side of something and the agency side. So, yes, I have, you know, sort of real interaction on that level. Good. I mean, one thing that we, you know, we've talked about, we've made 193 episodes of Media Snack, essentially talking about some of the challenges facing the media industry. And we've been on quite a journey in that time as an industry. Um, you know, coming in as a, you know, relative newcomer into like the media agency environment mm -hmm. or the, you know, the, or the media industry, like what, what are some of the biggest challenges you, that you see as a leader and what, how's an agency role evolving then within that from your view? Well, look, I mean, we can either, this is where um, I describe myself as a relentless optimist. And this is where we can either see, I mean, I could, we could take a whole 20 minutes just going over the challenges. Let's just be honest. I mean, the challenges abound right now, but every challenge is an opportunity. And certainly I think you've seen as, you know, we've seen brands come through, we've seen agencies, we've seen businesses in general come through what would be written as the most challenging moment in, in our lives and certainly in our business lives and emerge better on the other side. And so I think, you know, the old Churchill quote of, you know, never waste a crisis. I mean, I think everything now uh, is an opportunity. So the first, when you say what are the greatest challenges, I mean, talent 
is a huge talent, you know, challenge for us, re retaining and recruiting the best talent, the, be the, the skills that we need for the future of, of, of marketing and communications in general, not the least of which is media inside that, that comes to mind, transformation. I mean, we are transforming our business from what I, you could you know, argue is a more traditional, oftentimes you hear the word legacy, to you know, a very dynamic, real-time, data-driven, tech-enabled, business. I mean, no one said tech enabled about agencies 10, 15, 20 years ago. I mean, these were nascent concepts and ideas. They are now, we're, we, we're building a technical spine that goes end to end in our business that all of our people can use and all of our clients can use. So transformation, talent, integration, then of those capabilities to reference the, the point before, um, you know, Everything that we proudly, and I was part of it because I've been in the industry for 30 years. We stripped it all apart in the 90s. We proudly said, no, these two won't be together. We're going to have church and state. It's going to be brilliant. <laughs> and then we're putting it all back together again. But, um, you know, so how do you, how do you have an integrated future to get to that agility, to get to that efficiency that your clients want, want from us? I mean, I could go through every single one of those areas and say, gosh, there's massive, you know, challenge here. But I get, I mean, honestly, get out of bed every morning, genuinely ready to get in and after the potential here, because that's the awesome thing about this industry. You're not in this industry. I've been in the industry 30 years. You're not in this industry unless you love and thrive on change. You, you may as well just pack it in right now. Yeah, if you don't right. love change, forget about it. So that's the exciting thing. Everything will constantly change and you get to invent the future that you're taking your company into. I think that sounds exhilarating. Very good. Uh, just a quick one on that. Is it, are you quite rare, do you think, in your position where you you're, you really are looking at across, I know there's many facets to Dentsu International as many other kind of agency groups, but this idea of inter integrating more, because I'm thinking of the other groups, you know, there's, there's often the parent company and then lots of agencies and they can maybe group together in some respect, but there doesn't, I don't think I've come across a kind of an agency leader with a specific you know, ambition to try to kind of integrate a bit more. Do you, do you see that as quite rare? Are you a, are you an early mover in that? Well, I, I'd like to think we are. Um, I don't think you can ever confidently say you're an early mover in everything, but I mean, that is our read of the market. That's what we genuinely believe uh, clients want. I've talked to more than 100 clients in seven months. Every one of them, every single one of them, at some point in the conversation says transformation. Every single one of them says new and incremental sources of growth some way and somehow. Every single one of them says speed and agility of the marketplace now and, and some form or measure of efficiency. And so you, you have to organize yourself now in a way that, again, very counter to what we did 20, 25 years ago by splitting apart. Now, that was before there was an internet. That was before there were mobile phones in large penetration. Mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's just everything has changed to where, you know, the currency of business today, not just the industry, the currency of business is speed. We all know that. And so we've got to organize ourselves. We're going to be in the service industry. We have to organize ourselves accordingly. I, I met with your chief automation officer the other day, Max, mm. who blew my mind, it's fair to say. And uh, we'll, we'll be covering that on a future episode to stick up for that. If you, it's, it's very interesting. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Um, leadership advice. So you've been in some very high profile leadership roles. Um, over the years, what, what's the best piece of leadership advice or business advice that you've either received or that you use frequently with with others? Well, again, we we, we could do a whole other media snack on this, but I'll, I'll try and make it um, 
pithy. Um, there, I, I always, if anyone happens to watch this who has watched me or certainly worked with me before, um, I quote Sun Tzu. Uh, he's my frequent go-to on leadership. Uh, so the, the author of The Art of War, uh, his definition of a successful leader were that they would be five things, brave, caring, disciplined, smart, and trustworthy. Um, and if you think about yourself as a leader in any situation and think about where things go right and where things don't go quite as you wanted them to, in, in reflection moments, I can see, was I brave enough? Was I caring enough? Was I disciplined enough? Was I smart enough? And was I trustworthy enough? I think the, the, they, as an axiom, uh, really, really have, have guided my career for a, a decades now. I've used that. The, the, the simplest thing I would say, just as one final button on that, um, is that, you know, it's this notion of hope and reality. I think it's the best definition I've ever heard of leadership. It's the careful balance of hope and reality. And great leaders uh, paint a, a per, you know, a great picture and a vision and, and align people around what they're going to do and align resources around it. And then you start at the reality and you are very plain spoken and transparent about the trans, the, 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 where you are, your reality and where you're going to go. And we go on that journey together. So those are two, you know, very quick axioms that I use. But yes, there's there's many more if you want them. Good advice. We'll link to we'll link to some of that down below. If you haven't read Art of War, it's it's this. It's dry. It's a dry read, but the advice is good. <laughs> yeah, advice is good. Uh, so when you're not busy arguing with yourself, <laughs> negotiating. <laughs> what negotiating with yourself? I should say yeah. negotiating, not arguing. Uh, what 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 gets your blood pumping outside of me, media advertising or communications marketing anything else nothing to do with work yeah oh i have three teenagers so that can that can age a person or it can make a person young uh so i, I love spending time with my kids and and what they do um my you know the happiest place on earth for me is a beach and a book and and maybe a, a margarita but uh yeah I, I love to i love to travel Love to be on the beach. Uh, this lockdown's been for someone who works, who used to fly 52 weeks a year. This has been uh, an awfully long pause uh, uh, for not traveling. So I look forward to getting back to that. Your children, thank you. I think <laughs> mine, mine do. They probably had enough right now. Uh, right, final question. So just looking ahead, I mean, you've 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 been very very transparent and very public. I think about you know what you're what you're trying to achieve now at Densu International. Um, just thinking more broadly beyond the company and in kind of the industry, what, you know, where would you like us to be a year from, from now? What, what's your hope? Well, I think you'll hear all of us uh, say some similar themes at this point, which is we have to restore growth uh, to, to our business and certainly for many of our clients who uh, had some, some challenges. Uh, some, some particular sectors and industries were impacted more. So there's nothing more important. You'll hear all of us focus aggressively around that growth. But I think, again, coming out of a period of such crisis, of such challenge, um, of, of such uncertainty, we have a real opportunity to kind of leap forward on everything that we, we saw going in. So, you know, I say a lot, every one of the sort of trends uh, that we saw, it just got accelerated during COVID. Mm -hmm. We can witness e-commerce, I and mean, we can witness the the shift and move to first-party data. We can uh, witness uh, creative and the shifts around content creation. And and quite frankly, the axiom that clients like me were told for years that you can have it good, fast, and cheap. Pick two. 
that got summarily blown up during the pandemic. And by the way, you can have all three. So, you know, I think what I, I see us doing is, is truly accelerating into a future that probably would not have been within our grasp for maybe a couple of years, maybe two or three years. And I see us delivering that yeah, I mean, now, increasingly we're doing it right now, but I think within months and years versus, you know, one, two, three years. And so I think that's incredibly exciting uh, to, to be a part of. Um, and, you know, I think the other thing that has happened during the pandemic is we come all the way back to the most important thing any of us will ever talk about, our people and our talent. Um, we found new ways of working and new ways of connecting. And it, 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 there's, an, it, you know, we, we talk about, you know, return to work and future of work, two separate work streams, but they, but they, they connect together. I mean, work will never look the same. We, we restructured 110 leases last year around the world because we will not need space in the same way that we once needed it. And that's powerful for our people to be able to say, location, place, and time are now variable. And I will contract with you as a, as a team and as my employer, but I'm going to do it in a way that works for me and find my, my total life. And I just think that's incredibly powerful. So I think you're going to see how you know, people engage and are drawn to and stay with the industry look very different. And then us unpacking all those sort of capabilities and the, the, the brave new frontiers of, of, to deliver that uh, growth speed and efficiency. Love it, very good. Wendy Clark, thank you so much. Thank you, Tom. Who would you like to meet on future episodes? Please let us know in the comments below. Subscribe to our channel where you will also find previous guests, including leading media executives from companies like P&G, L'Oreal, Mars, Mastercard, and many more. Plus some of the industry's most provocative thought leaders, such as Belinda Smith, Jerry Dakin, Professor Mark Ritson, Nadine Cart McHugh, and Gary Vaynerchuk. You can also subscribe to get new episodes each week. And if you like this episode and think someone else would, then please do share it. Thanks so much for watching.